To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Remain Seated, Please. I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Anthea. I'm Susie. And in this episode, we're going to get back to our top five lists. This time, we're going to sort of revisit something we said we would return to years and years and years ago. Uh, I think over five years ago at this time. Uh, But one of our early episodes was us talking about our favorite songs in the park. Today, we're going to talk about our top five favorite music cues in the park. These will be scores to attractions, background music, area music. Yeah. It's like the musical version of our favorite sounds of Disneyland episode, which I think was our first episode. So uh, let's begin. Who wants to go first? Suzanne, you want to go first? What's your number five music cue? It's the Star Tours exit music. Exit music. Is that uh, like the Star Wars theme? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that really exciting dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, I just think it's really epic. I mean, obviously, the score in general for the movie is pretty epic. Now, is this the old Star Tours or the current Star Tours? Um, I mean, I could go either way, to be honest, but I believe um, my reference is to the current one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember uh, exactly what it was. I listened to some. Th- I mean, it's hard because. I mean, you can just get so lost <laughs> when doing research for these things. Um, but the older one, I just wasn't as familiar with. I, I heard it, and like uh-huh. I said, I, I like it, and it's not, I don't think that it's too dissimilar, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you're excited, you just went on this adventure, and you feel like you. There is something about how it comes in. It just, like, the doors open at the same time as the yeah, music starting. You feel like. Bye bye. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then you go down that hallway. There's something I love about going down that hallway. Although the I clicks of the seatbelt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish they. I wish it were still uh, sponsored by Energizer because I loved seeing the Energizer Bunny walking through all these Star Wars yeah. planets. <laughs> now there's just that dog crate that's always there. Well, you know, for a dog. Dog crate, I don't remember. It's always there. there. Now Now it's always there. Yeah, I don't remember. So if someone has like a service dog or something, they crate them up, I'm sure. Or a real dog crate. Or a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's not. Yeah. Instead of writer swap, you just. Yeah, exactly. Just hang out in there. Put the baby in the crate. Yeah. (laughs) It would be fine. But yeah. I mean, again, I like the st- the the score for the movie is great. Star Wars yeah. movie. John Williams. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. John Williams. It's exciting. Star Wars. Do you Wars. think the soundtrack to Star Wars is John Williams' best score? No, but I'm probably not the right person to ask this question. I think it's a great score. I don't think it's his best though. No, it's not my favorite of his scores. I think his best is E.T. Actually, I do love E.T. E.T. is very beautiful, even though I dislike that movie <gasps> E.T. is disgusting to look at look at his feet don't at me he's gross 
I dislike I'll that movie. I'll be oh, right here, <laughs> Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> et, et, et. Ouch. So All Star right. Tours, exit well, cue music. I love it. That's a terrific choice. Uh, who wants to go next? Anthea? Um, my number five is the teacup music. Oh, very nice. Yeah. From, from the Mad <laughs> Tea Party. <laughs> It's my favorite. It makes me happy. And it's just, I feel like it's very critical. Um, it's very important to that area. Uh, the combination of listening to that music as well as uh, the shenanigans happening at the Matterhorn, I think are just mm-hmm. like very quintessential fantasy land sounds for me. And I really, 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 really love it. Yes. Yeah, that's a great choice. Uh, I love listening to that music in that in that area. It's uh, it's oh. basically the unbirthday song, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Well, it's just a teapot going to town. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is an unbirthday song. Sorry, yeah. I had to really run it through my head. Yeah, I just imagined being there late at night and uh, just watching people go round and round. That's right. We were those people going round and round. That's right. You want, want me to go to next, Bobby? Sure. Well, my number five comes from the Disneyland Railroad, and it's the Grand Canyon Suite. Oh, very nice. So it's it's a track called On the Trail, and... Um, it's uh, the Grand Canyon Suite composed by, I'm guessing it's pronounced Ferde Grove, F-E-R-D-E-G-R-O-F-E. Now, Walt Disney did a uh, documentary in the 50s about the Grand Canyon and uh, uh, used that music. And there's a record that was released in the 50s for that. The Grand Canyon diorama opened up at Disneyland in 58, I want to say. But the music was actually composed sometime between 1929 and 1931, and there are five parts in total to the whole score. But on the trail is the the part that you hear uh, of the Disneyland Railroad. I love it. It's also used in A Christmas Story. Go for it, Dad, as long as I got old blue. Here, folks. Well, we figure he's Black Bart, uh, Ralph. It makes me feel like I'm on the edge of the Grand Canyon, looking way down there. And you know, do you know how the Grand Canyon was created? It was running water that made that entire hole. So no wonder my mother always told me not to keep the sink running. <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, mine is also from the Disneyland Railroad, and I have a feeling it's probably yours. It's the Dinosaur Primeval World diorama music. Yeah. 
I was actually watching Fantasia today and didn't realize how spot on the entire dinosaur sequence in Fantasia is. It's so to the good. diorama. Um, however, I was watching it sound down. So is it the same music? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but what is that music from? You had told me it's from an old monster movie. Yeah, it's from a movie from 1960, I believe, called Mysterious Island. Mm. And uh, so it was very of the time because the diorama opened when? Uh, 19. Uh, God, I'm blanking right now. 1966. Yeah, so it was very of the time. Yeah, I mean, the dinosaur scene in the Disney Railroad is one of my favorite things in any Disney park, and it's the perfect scar. Uh, so yeah, sorry I don't have a ton of uh, information about it, but... Oh, that's okay. That is my number five favorite music cue. Uh, Susie, what's your number four? Oh, it's my turn again? It is. So I guess my number four would be the Tiki Room drums. Aloha. Vahini me kyoni mana. The, the, the Robert. <laughs> yeah, it's like slower. But I like them all. Mene me kyoni Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, but they're lyrics. So then yeah. does this not count? No, that, that's <laughs> no, no, not those the beginning. Aren't lyrics. Those are just the beginning. Just talking over music. Just the guy. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say the Tiki Room drums. Um, I really just like, because you can hear them sometimes when you're just walking through the mm-hmm. area. Um, I don't know. It just kind of makes you want to move. My name is Maui. Natives call me the Mighty One. (laughs) I love the pre-show to the Tiki Room. My favorite time and place to be at Disneyland is when the sun's going down in the Tiki Room Enchanted Garden. I love it. Anthea, number four. My number four is uh, something I never got to experience, but I do listen to it a lot, and it is the music for Rainbow Caverns. Oh, that's um, great. Because it uses like a theremin and just some high-pitched singing. I don't know, it makes me want to put on like a smoking jacket and like have like some cognac and just be like really weird about it you know and, um i just think it's really great um so yeah the rainbow caverns track yeah. is one of my favorite tracks it's it's one of the best park scores can you listen to it without thinking of mickey and minnie now yes okay. i can so have you guys seen the mickey and minnie short where they're looking for rainbow caverns oh i think it i saw so it once hilarious. so not enough that it would well we watched it really really recently uh-huh. um we rewatched it pretty recently and it's a really great short but um i, oh. I never associate the two <gasps> mickey look the blast on earth the rainbow caverns It's never let me down. I, I feel I have a hard time disassociating it now. Really? It's <laughs> really funny. Another attraction I wish I got to experience. Yeah. My number four is from a composer named Ido Guidati. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, <laughs> but it is uh, the final music cue on your descent of the Jeremy Irons version of Spaceship mm. Earth. Mm. 
Jeremy Irons' version of Spaceship Earth had some of the best music I've ever heard. The whole ride is incredible. Every cube. But when you're in the planetarium area and you're descending down to your exit, they used to have these great models and Pepper's Ghost effects of characters mm. and people uh, with their accomplishments in life, whether it's becoming a doctor, having a baby, and it was this great emotional music. And you just, it made you so so emotional it made you cry almost that it was so, so awesome. incredible then they had this great uh fiber optic effect that would follow you down and then it would go around this big model of spaceship earth itself which is still there is the model it's still just, there yeah i believe so I, th- I thought all of it was still in there well i think all those little caves and figures and stuff are there but just they just behind. don't light them. Well, it no, looks like they have like black uh, sheets or something. Yeah, they have like curtains in front of them. I'm pretty sure that the that that model of Spaceship Earth is still there. If not, maybe not the actual sphere, but like that places. Because I, every time we go on that, I look around in that area because one day it really struck me as why there were curtains so close to us. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um. And so as soon as we saw that video, Martin's videos. We watched the three-part series on Spaceship Earth because I love Spaceship Earth. Um, And so he, every video has every version that he's been able to piece together. Like the very first one, there isn't a lot of um, video of it because it opened in the early 80s. And so he has like models and um, whatever video he has been able to find of it. But he, he always shows you all the different versions that have existed. And so as soon as that video got to that part, I was like, I have a feeling I know exactly where this was on the ride. At least if it's not there, then it's definitely cordon. Like there are curtains that take up that space. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The Jeremy Irons version of Spaceship Earth was there from 94 to 2007. And it's my favorite version. It was perfect. The Jeremy Irons one. Perfect narration. Perfect script. Perfect score. But the the um, Judy Dench, the current version, has a great score itself, too. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's as good, but I still love it. So Spaceship Earth, one of my favorite things to ever be created. Number four, David. Uh, mine is also Tiki Room Drums, but mine is the one where it goes... I love that. listening back that was my number one sound of disneyland um and the facts that i had come up with was that it was one of frank sinatra's session drummers that did that drum uh track and it was done at todd ao which back five years ago i had no idea what that was now i think they've closed now but i feel like if you watch any movie that was done up until like 2012 the sound was probably re-recorded or the foley was done at todd ao and i think they were in burbank Very nice. Yeah. So that's my number four, those Tiki Room drums. Suzanne, number three. Um, The Haunted Mansion foyer music. Yeah, the the organ music, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we listen to the entire... Haunted Mansion soundtrack on a All daily basis yeah. <laughs> because our son loves it. Yeah. And knows, can like recite the B side, like, 
lyrics and and all that but i mean really the any any part of that um it's just but it's a really great like setup when you get to hear it because you don't always get to hear it um well to kind of what you're going into well they also play it on your ride too yeah yeah i love that it's uh that's one of my favorites as well Mm-hmm. It's uh, what do they call it? Is it a thing where I associate a smell with that sound? When I hear that music, I can smell the haunted mansion. The haunted mm-hmm. mansion. Yeah. It's just so ominous. Mm-hmm. Number three, Anthea. Very beloved to my heart. It'll be leaving us soon, but it's impressions to friends. I love that track, listening to it, um, and I love watching it when I'm able to stay awake. It is very <laughs> soothing, I will say that. So yeah, It's a great score. It's all classical music, right? It is all classical music. Um, and then I watched recently a ride-through, quote-unquote, and um, there's a very French person that comes in with his French <laughs> sultry voice to tell you all about France. His <laughs> friends. Among gentle spirits of the air. My France awakens with the early dawn. And you would never know because you always fall asleep. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, is this what that part is? <laughs> Great. Um, so I lo- yeah. yeah, I love that one cue that sounds like the opening to Beauty and the Beast. Yes, it's the when they show like the cathedral, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like really epic in this like beautiful score. I don't know. It's great. You got iTunes. Just listen to impressions to france it's there and it uh it's one of my favorites oh we'll listen to that on the way home yeah it's very good it's all just classical music but it gets pretty epic rupert uh my number three is also from the haunted mansion and while my first instinct was to go go with the foyer music i decided to go with the changing portrait hallway music It's still the Haunted Mansion theme, but it has windy background noise. Hmm. So it's like, and it's like slower. It's like, mm. Yeah. I just love that. Uh, Haunted Mansion, it was scored by Buddy Baker. Uh-huh. Buddy Baker and the band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the music in the Haunted Mansion is great. And it's all, you know, based off of the, the Grim Grinning Ghosts theme. You know, they could all be up there as my favorites. The organ music, the changing portrait room, yeah. uh, the ballroom, Madame Leota's room. Madame Leota's scene has really great music, too. That's right. Nice and eerie. But I'd have to go with the changing portrait hallway. David Park. Well, my number three is also the teacups. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, the first time it really hit my ear, I think I was either in high school or just out of high school and the low tones of those teapots uh really like kind of hit me so i started like doing the sound and my friends were like oh i thought we were still by the teacups because i was just walking around the park going (laughs) 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 yeah i liked it uh so yeah that's it Suzanne, what's your number two? My number two is the um, score for the Silly Symphony Swings. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. 
music is from Mickey's band concert. Um, I don't know. It's really epic. I really like it. I really like the ride. I could listen to it on any given day. It's really funny. I mean, it's like a real intense piece of music, mm-hmm. um, but the whole premise of it makes it just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very quintessentially classic Disney for me. And mm-hmm. I love it. So good. When you're on the ride, do you pretend to run across the roof? No. It- <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> so you pretend to. I do. Are you talking your feet? Yeah. Yeah, no. Because when the roof comes near you, you're going to go like... I like to like just stick my arms out and pretend like I'm flying. No. That's good, too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, Inthea, number two. Uh, my number two is also from Spaceship Earth. Um, However, it is the beginning of Spaceship Earth, and it is the Judy Dench version. I love that. The latest one, I absolutely love the beginning of the ride. The whole thing is amazing, Um, but the beginning is just very, very comforting. And I do like almost the ending also. Um, it's really good. <laughs> the planetarium room? Or? Yeah, pretty uh. much. It's like once you get up there. Um, and then once you start the descent, I start to get anxious because I'm like, I need to end this and just start all over again. So I usually just will start the track all over again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the beginning of Spaceship Earth is one of my favorites. Like a grand and miraculous spaceship, <laughs> our planet has sailed through the universe of time. You know, that's the most flattering he's ever done her voice. Because sometimes it is, he reaches like an octave where he'll just be like, like a grand. (laughs) Remember how you learned your ABCs? You could thank the Phoenicians. He's just hoping Whoopi Goldberg does the new version. No. (laughs) I actually, he's probably too old now, unfortunately, but I feel like uh, Vince Scully would have been a great. Oh, man. Oh, that would have been uh, great. Like a he grand and miraculous spaceship. Ours. Because <laughs> they did have Walter Cronkite, right? Yeah. He was like the second one. Yep. Yeah. Who do you think they could use? Morgan I Freeman. I mean, if they if they were to do it now, then Scully could still do it. He could, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they could do James Earl Jones would be a good one. Yeah, but he's getting up there too, though. Yeah, he's busy being Mufasa again. I don't know. They probably pick someone like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or something, some young British fella. Um, so my number two is the Epcot main entrance medley. There it is. Ooh, that's a good. One. <laughs> Now, the main entrance medley, uh, I believe they still play it at the main entrance, but we know for sure they play it at the uh, Space Mountain Cube when you're walking up to it. So, like, when you're sitting at the uh, Pizza Port um, tables, you can hear it there. The outdoor area, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it's just so epic in 80s. 
and I love it. And, you know, my dad, when he went to Epcot in the 80s, he bought the Epcot record, and we used to listen to it all the time, and that was the first track. And it just reminds me of, like, being five years old and hanging out with my dad listening to Epcot stuff. It's so good. And I was trying to find out who composed that, and no one's too sure, but Hmm. they think it was George Wilkins who did a lot of park stuff. I looked him up. Uh, He did Living with the Land, uh, Mm. Horizons, Country Bear Christmas Special, The Living Sea. So he did a lot of Epcot stuff. He also did Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. He did the songs for Sunny Eclipse. Yeah. This guy's got some real range. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Tough to Be a Bug, Test Track, California Screaming, Superstar Limo. Wait, for It's Tough to Be a Bug, is it specific? Is it the whole thing or is it that song, the pollinator song or the pollinator. insect song? Because that's like one of my favorites. <laughs> and sometimes I will sing the beginning. I don't if know. If you like vegetables, fresh fruit and flowers. <laughs> <laughs> We're pollinators. We're pollinators. Fresh fruit and flowers. He seems to have quite the resume. David Park. My number two is the Paris Phantom Manor cue music. Oh, very nice. That gets used. Is at- it the? That that gets used for Haunted Mansion Holiday at Disneyland. The uh, music box music. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I really like real it. Real good one. And we got to hear it IRL. Well, you do at the Haunted Mansion Holiday. No, but I, I guess. But I we got to hear it at uh, Phantom Manor itself. Yeah, that, such a terrific attraction. That is, it's very effective and sets the mood for you. That's right. You know what's interesting Do about you know who did the music for that? I don't. I think I it's John it Bedney, isn't it? Whoa. Um, the I conductor. mentioned it in my Haunted Mansion Holiday little bloop bloop bloop. Was it John Debney? Or the other I do believe that John Denby came up because correct. then I probably said he conducted the orchestra for Back to the Future. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did all the music for Phantom Manor. Oh. It's terrific. Yeah, which is uh, has been closed for about a year now, and it's uh, going to reopen in a few months, and yeah. Vincent Price's narration will be back. Where hinges creak in doorless chambers... Where strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Where candlelights flicker though the air is deathly still. This is Phantom Manor. You know what's great about Phantom Manor is, because uh, you haven't been to the Paris parks, uh, do you know where it is in the park? Uh, Frontierland. It is, but it's basically where Pirates is. So the view you have on the Rivers of America is as if you're standing on the bridge of Pirates or something. Uh, in front of Pirates, I mean. it's. I always love when the mansion is in a different area. Well, mansion is, like, I think the only attraction that's in a different land in every park. Oh, that is a good point. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. in Tokyo, it's in Fantasyland. Yeah. Yeah. When are they going to do a Tomorrowland version of the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Future ghosts. That's Ghost Galaxy. The scary thing is that there would be literally no people in it. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Susie, what's your number one? My number one is the soundtrack that plays on Main Street. Yeah. Do you have a particular cue you like more than another? I just enjoy it. Again, makes you me want to wag my finger. You had said that whatever the track is playing when you walk on a main street is your favorite one. Yeah, which, <laughs> well, yeah whatever it is. It's I don't know. It's just like I'm I'm there and it just sort of just sort of sets me up for the day. That ragtimey mm-hmm. finger wagging. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. I like that one a lot uh, with the the horns. You singing it sounds like. I know the song you're talking about. Your version does not bring me joy. It's very chaotic. I just love like the idea of that period. I mean, Dave and I have talked about it a lot. Like, if I could go back and the terrific joys, Anthea. Oh, hello. Well, my number one already been said, but it's the uh, the transition from the current Grand Canyon to the primeval world. that is just such like epically great. Um, the primeval world music. Yeah, and it's just it's so good. And then it matches the buildup of that music with all the foliage being so close to you. And then it opens up once the music yeah. like opens up. It's just such a good transition and really conveys how like amazing dinosaurs are. So mm-hmm. I love it. That's that's mm-hmm. my number one. That's oh, so great. My number one should come as no surprise to people, but it's from Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's the uh, Blue Bayou music, the overture, nice. that features the Yaz flute. The Yaz flute <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> That's a really slow version of the Yas Flute, though. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I love that. It's my alarm when I wake up every day. Oh, Makes me happy that's a good every one. Every day. I used to listen to it all the I mean, I still listen to it all the time. In fact, there is a one-hour loop on YouTube of just the jazz flute part of the song that I oh, listen to sometimes. So good. And uh, I remember when my parents first got a hot tub, a jacuzzi, I used to... Uh, go out there at night and get my little boom box and put a Pirates of the Caribbean Overture playing That sounds there. awesome. And, uh, and then that would be my favorite part. But then it was also pretty fun when the ride through would come on and we'd get to the cannonball scene and I'd make cannonballs yeah. with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Yeah. We should bring the jam box out on vacation when we go out to the pool at night or oh something. <laughs> yeah. I, and like, my parents don't have the jacuzzi anymore and I just wish... Uh, 
My parents do. Let's I, have a party. No, yeah. no one's been in that thing. For I, should, like I should take a bath. Years. I should take a bath with the lights off and play the music. Yeah, there That'd you go. So with great. some candles. You fall asleep, and you better check on him so that he doesn't <laughs> drown. Would so help you if you splash around <laughs> in our bathtub. <laughs> I won't do that. Part. You will clean it up. I won't do that part, but maybe I'll do that tonight. Oh, I'm telling best, you. You, you know how they come life. out with the candles that smell like the attractions? Yeah. They should come out with a bath bomb that smells like the attractions. They should. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and you should not. Robert's yeah. like, it, it info at Remain Seated, please. It doesn't work exactly the same in the bathtub because the best part was looking at the night sky. Yeah. Uh, so put some glow, glow Yeah, you get, you get a laser stars. pointer and you put it on a little turny thing so you have like a... Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, Overture, my favorite... Disney Music Cue, composed by George Bruns. Not George Burns, but George Bruns. <laughs> the Asylum Films version of George Burns. <laughs> David, what's your number one? Mine actually comes right after that, and it's the banjo cue. That's great. Do you like the updates? Um, I always listen. I, I don't obviously like that they play the theme to the Pirates of the Caribbean m- movie, but I haven't heard that in a long time. Like, I always just hear the old, what it, what feels like the old version. Yeah. Well, I think it still is mostly Oh Susanna, but then yeah. there's a one little cue of Yo-Ho that was yeah. added. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. I, I don't mind that at all. And then uh, Jack Sparrow's theme. Yeah. I don't care for Jack Sparrow's theme, but I keep. I feel like the last few times I rode, I was listening for the Jack Sparrow theme, and I didn't hear it. So. It's funny that you say that because I was listening for it recently too, and I didn't hear it. But I thought I heard it when I was way past it. So mm. I'm not positive right now if they got rid of it. I hope they did. But yeah, that's <laughs> my that's one that's my favorite cue. You know, I I because of that banjo music, I had always wanted a banjo. Oh. I've always wanted to play that on the banjo. Yeah. When I was in fifth grade, my teacher's father was sometimes uh, our substitute. And he was like an 80-year-old little man, like four feet tall. And he'd come in with his banjo and play it. And Did it you was, tell him to play Yoho? I, pr- I must have. And he'd say, but, less complicated than that. Because banjo players love getting flashy. And you're like, no, yeah. just, just pluck <laughs> it out. Yeah. <laughs> That was another inspiration. And then I remember in the north end of the valley, uh, they used to have a SWAT meet that mm-hmm. we used to go to all the time. And there was one area that had a banjo, and I really wanted it, but my mom wouldn't get it for me. But she did get you those Three Stooges dolls. <laughs> Not from the SWAT meet. No, but... Oh, one time Think of I how differently such... things could have gone if she'd gotten you the <laughs> yeah, banjo. Yeah, man, you would have been the Benjamin. I was such a brat at that swap meet one time. <laughs> I remember my mom got me a, a figure that was kind of rare. It was uh, Iceman from the X-Men. Yo. And you put him in the freezer and he turns different colors. Nice. But I really wanted this Ken Griffey Jr. baseball card also. And she wouldn't get it for me. And I was so angry. I was so mad that in the car I ripped open the Iceman figure because I was going to keep him in the box. And I was so mad I oh, ripped him open. You showed her. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't care. <laughs> well, I, I don't She's know like, I, I just bought it. that for you. You better play with it. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know if I did it to show her up, but I did it cause I, out of anger. I just went, <laughs> 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 That's good enough. 
Uh, any runners up, anybody? I do. I have a few. Well, mine is also the Honey Mansion music that was in Paris. Uh-huh. Um, but I have the Small World Clock music mm. um, when they go out on parade. Well, that's a great one. And then the music for Toontown. I have a few uh, runner-ups. What are they? Uh, One is my favorite track from the uh, Tower of Terror queue called Jungle Drums. It's on the verge of being a song, I guess. I mean, it's not really a song. There's no words to it or anything. It's just music. But is it from the tower queue? From the tower uh-huh, queue, when it's all like reverby and out there. Yeah, this one's called Jungle Drums, and it it reminds me of my first time going to Tower of Terror in Florida. That one really uh, pierced its way through the atmosphere of uh, being in that queue. Another one is the 1980s version of the People Mover music. The like mm. elevator music almost. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned the music box, David, that sparked my uh, thinking of the music in the Haunted Mansion Holiday in the Changing Portrait area, the Kidnap the Sandy Claws. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. La 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 la, oh, okay. la 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 I mean, I guess there are laws, but it doesn't have the words. So. Yeah. Um, and then Susie, <laughs> when you were talking about Main Street music, I was thinking about the Christmas Main Street music I love a lot. There's one track I love that's so eerie. The one that's very twinkly? Yeah. And it's yeah. very slow, too. Yeah, and you normally can really... Well, you can... I very much hear it when we're walking out of the park and almost everyone else is gone. Right, exactly. And all the trees are twinkling and stuff yeah. like that. That's yeah. a good one. I love that. Um, another one is the Small World Score. <laughs> Another one is The Great Movie Ride. They have that one track. It goes into a song, which is Hollywood. Mm -hmm. But before that, they have like a medley, which has like Indiana Jones music in it and different cues from like Wizard of Oz and all the stuff you're going to see. And finally, my last runner up. is the original uh, Soren soundtrack. Oh, Which yeah. is so good. Yeah. How about Those you, David? Um, I mean, Mansion Foyer was in mine. 
Um, I mean, pretty much everything you guys said <laughs> is now in mind. Um, but because uh, we were talking about past attractions, when we were doing the monorail episode and I was pulling music for it, um, the original monorail score uh, was so good. like that travel music from mm. like the 50s that you remember yeah, that's great it's so good i wonder if that was ever on the monorail though or if it's just on the show yeah i don't know um but i love that that whole style of music and i actually found a an article about the original tomorrowland loop again because we were pulling music for another episode i came across a blog post that detailed all of like how the loops were put together and who it was that put it together and it was all catalog music and why you hear all that same sort of music in old cartoons ren and stimpy sort of like threw back to the that uh soundtrack style and it was all library tracks from like columbia music and stuff like that that were cheap for the studios to use and throw on anything but it's basically now what we equate to that like 1950s home mm-hmm. sparkly home type of soundtrack anything and like that i love speaking of the of columbia library type music i was trying to find out where the people mover music of the 1980s came from yeah. people online were saying that's where it was just library music mm-hmm. i'm surprised i thought for sure there was a couple you were gonna have like I what think, that you had on your sound effects episode oh well i have the tiki room drums yeah i thought you would have the star tours theme oh well but that's a sound effect to me that you're talking about the yeah, me, 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 me. that's still music though. i guess and also the captain eoq uh well i i my entire list was all current stuff so uh-huh. Yeah, but I do love, I mean, but again, I guess I considered it a sound effect. Like, that's a text tone on my my phone. (laughs) You made it a sound effect. I did, yeah. Well, that about wraps it up, I think. That's right. Uh, Susie, where can we find you on the internet? A little sprinkle of Disney on Instagram. And Anthea, where can we find you on the internet? Magically delicious pod on Instagram. Awesome. You can find us at Remain Seated Pulse on Twitter. That's PLS. Remain Seated Please on Instagram. And Remain Seated Please on Facebook. And remember to like, rate, and review, and subscribe on iTunes like R. Macaulay, who said, thoroughly enjoying this podcast. So thank you so much for leaving a comment. Thank you, R. Macaulay. <laughs> Until next time, I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Anthea. I'm Susie. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. And good night. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. He's probably has so much anxiety that you see Robert. I don't have my glasses on. (laughs) I can't see my own list. (laughs) (laughs) That was the face, actually. Not because you were nervous about going first, because you couldn't read. (laughs) I can't read. (laughs) Is that true? (laughs) Yes. Everything except for the reading part. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Um.